New Year's is is almost as bad as Mardi Gras. Yeah, I'll be there chaperoning. All right. All right. Well, Shop, chaperoning. Chaperoning. Okay. You're doing great. Yeah. I was, <laughs> was mistake free. Hey, my no, first I know. week out of eight, I didn't. I wasn't up for emergency break this week, so. <laughs> Hey, good morning. It is 8 o'clock on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7, the ticket. You got the tee box for 25th year. That's Rick. All right. He's Craig Rosengarten. I'm Rick Arnett, or vice versa, whichever suits your fancy. And since it's the last Saturday of the month, most people know that we'd be at Crest Cars <laughs> in uh, Frisco today. And we'll be here till 10 o'clock. And we have a lot of great deals, not only uh, Crest Cadillac and Crest Infinity. We also have Crest Volvo. They're over on the Frist, or Plano side. I heard Duncan doing his own Parking spots. Park. Yeah, every once in a while he'll get behind a mic. But that. Not bad. He's not bad. He's a natural. So, uh, yeah, so we got a lot of stuff to get to today. By it, the way, Rick might have made that comment because I did go to the wrong place this morning. Mm-hmm. So... I'm Luckily, old. it was close by. Luckily. can always tell when I pick up the phone, Craig's calling, it's one of three things. I'm in traffic, I overslept, or I went to the wrong store. It's never uh, It's never I overslept. There's always an issue. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I get up. Yeah, underline always. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here now. Yep, yes, you are. In some... Some form or another. Uh, the Tee Box proudly sponsored by Avid Golfer Magazine. Check out the still a new issue until the newer one comes out. It has uh, Todd Hamilton on the cover. Good good interview about his 15-year anniversary winning the British Open. And the fact that we're here next month, we're doing a whole, and it's going, coming out next week, mm-hmm. a whole story on the how things worked with the PGA of America coming to Frisco. Nice. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, yes, we are really in Frisco. Mm-hmm. Probably makes sense to kind of tease that. Yeah, yeah. Also, Ideal Golfer, where you can be member for a day at Prestonwood Hills. That's a fun golf course. 49 bucks. Uh, but you can't get Canyon West because it's sold out. Canyon West did sell out, which is nice. Always like yeah. seeing that. And hopefully we'll get Walnut Creek back up again because it was supposed to be up till Sunday. So keep checking Ideal Golfer and when Walnut Creek is posted because it's been selling well and it's it, you got a choice between two courses. And or you can play the greatness of one of my favorite courses in all of Texas, Wolf Dancer, down in the Hill Country. And uh I four, can vouch for that. You really like that course. I did. Forty nine for a single, ninety nine for a twosome, and that's seventy one percent off. Wait a minute. Forty nine for a single. Mm-hmm. Ninety nine for a twosome. Mm-hmm. So forty nine for a single, I buy two singles. That's ninety eight dollars. No, seventy one percent off. Am I wrong there? Yeah, you're. Kern? You're, you're. Kern, you want to go back to bed? Seventy one. Seventy one percent off, Craig. Okay. Numbers guy. I am, and I think I'm right. I think you're wrong. Okay. <sighs> Kern doesn't even want to get in on this, do you? I do not. <laughs> 
Not in fact, at I'm going to even pull this up because it's, dri- it's going to drive me crazy now. <laughs> I should have. Kern, should I put down that dollar earlier? You should have. What was the dollar? Never mind. It'll be an ongoing bit between, between Kern and I. But let's see here. You can uh, get a S60 T5 momentum. That's a Volvo for mere 359 a month. How about that? You can get. That's re. That's that brand new redone one, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's yeah. really nice. Yeah, I uh, reviewed it a couple of months ago. It's really fun. 2019 Infiniti Q50, the 3.0 liter Lux division uh, version. That's 299 a month. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. By the way, so it's um, $49 deal. It's $171 value. Right. For one. Right. Right. But you said a twosome is $99. Mm-hmm. If I buy that's, two it's singles. Three fifty. That's if I buy a 49 and a 49, mm-hmm. how much is that? 98 Yeah. Well, this is twosome. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Probably I, should have brought up our dirty laundry on the air, but you know what though? I need to, I need to call up my good buddy Kelly O'Donnell. Fire off. So why I was the right 99? the whole time. No, I, I, get you get no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Why ninety nine is a deal for a twosome, but it's still very nicely priced. Yeah, yes, again, it's hundred seventy one dollars. Okay, yes. that's funny. I wonder if Kelly's listening. Sometimes he does <laughs> via the stream because you can use the uh, Sports Day app, and the ticket has. More streaming listeners than anybody in the world except the BBC. And I use it a ton. I know you do. I think I use it more than I do in the car, amazingly enough. So how about that? All right. A lot of stuff to get to today, but let's uh, introduce the crew. We have Kern out here engineering. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. He is, uh, I think he has arrived earlier than me on just about every remote. Except today? No, today. Oh, okay. No. Um, And back at the station. We say fond farewell to one just Sam Madison. So he's moving on. He's going back to school. Is he really? Going back to school and trying a different trade, which... You know, that's interesting that you say that because about about a month and a half ago, when we were talking about my son going away mm-hmm. and going over and getting his master's in oceanography or whatever, he called me and he said, can I have your son's phone number? I want to talk to him about what he's doing. He's kind of a... You know, I wish we would have brought this up more when he was actually working with us because he's kind of a renaissance guy. Goes to Hawaii by himself on That's vacation. Cool. He does a lot of things that are... It's a thing my son would have. My son would have Portugal by himself. I know. That's a little something. outside the box. So I'm going to miss him. He was fun. Yeah. But I, I, I'm i going to miss him for two reasons. One, because he's he was a good... Um, I'm going to call him a producer because okay. he really did produce us. Mm-hmm. And... Without him being around, their little podcast with Ryan Medellin. Right. Medellin. Medellin. Maybe he can still do it. So now they're back to playing that car show before us. Oh, yeah. No. What are you going to do? Dear Lord. Careful. I've never missed Careful. George Stigiani more. It's on our station. I know. All right. And also, oh, so we have Chris Tapia working today. Oh. Morning to you, Chris. Hey, Chris is how a are you? KG veteran. He is KG. Yes, he is. And uh, doing the tickers would be Samuel Hale. Sam. Twice an hour. Can't Just get rid of me, boys. No. Nope. Sam. Who Don't have a problem sounds, with that either. Still sounds like Justin Montemayor to me. Again, I'm still it. not sure how to take that all these months yeah. later. It's not bad. It's not bad. I, I like you both. I just, every time I hear it, I go, is that Justin working this week? Or is that, ah, it doesn't matter. 
I just, find it, I just find it curious. I just find it curious. No, you're both good. It wasn't like I'm I'm mistaking you for somebody that's that's completely wheels off. Justin's only partly. Okay, let's get this show on the road. A lot of golf talk today. In fact, even the nine ten will be golf talk. Usually we veer away from that to talk about crazy things in our life, but uh, Craig experienced something this week. He says it's a game changer. I can't wait to hear. What's for me? Yeah. But let's get this thing started. And up next, let's do a very quick recap of the British Open. Very quick. Because that happened last week amazingly. It seems like it happened a month ago already. And what Jordan did. We'll talk about that next on the ticket. 814 on the ticket. T-Box out of the greatness of Crest Cars in Frisco. It's on the north side of... Highway 121, and to the east of the tollway. We'll be here till 10. We're here every last Saturday of the month because we like to move cars for them. Because this is when uh, the number crunches hit. Got to make your quota at the end of every month. Every single month. You could have the greatest month ever this month. Next month starts at zero. Got to start all over again. Anyway, 830, we'll get into some leaderboards. We actually got three leaderboards we got to look at. We'll do it very quickly, and one of them won't be a major. Actually, two of them won't be a major. <laughs> Which ones will be a major? Uh, senior Open. Yeah. And the women have one. So Via, we're going to be going through four leaderboards. Then. Three. No? Four. We'll see about that. Yeah. I'm adding the fourth because one of our pals is tied for the lead. Well, that's one of the three. The PGA Tour. PGA Tour is two. Senior Open. No, we're not doing Senior Open. Okay. I just told you. We're not doing the LPGA? No, I just Hank told Haney? you that, too. Okay. Where you are said you? one of them won't be a major. No, I said I said there'll be two of them, not a major. Right. Two of them will. You're killing me, dude. You're just killing me. <laughs> All right. So first. Am I crazy? <laughs> partly. So here we go. Last week was the, the Open that we would cover. And I watched most of it on Sunday. Oh, by the way, this is brought to you by the greatness of Club Corp. Go to clubcorp.com, and you can get that one membership. Join a club, and you can play any other club for about half price, and you can also eat, get food for half price. It's such a deal, especially if you travel a little bit. Or you want to play every course in the Metroplex. Join one course, play them all. Clubcorp.com. So last week, uh, I, it was one of those I'm, I'm completely freaked out about only because I hate to watch guys lose a lead. When guys have to sit on a 54-hole lead, especially when it's four shots, there's not much upside. There's a lot of downside. And everybody's expecting, especially when you haven't won one, yeah. especially when you blew a four-shot lead at a 2016 U.S. Open right. by shooting a 76. Uh, so I, I don't like sports And he's failure. fallen off my radar. He was a really good up and He's actually for a doing while. really well ever since he got his new caddy. Yeah, but he kind of fell off our radar. I mean, when's the last time you even picked him on a DraftKings team? I or, usually don't know. Yeah. He kind of, but he was a he was a go to in 16 for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, and I loved the fact that somebody from Ireland or somebody from up there was in contention. Yes, was Ireland. And so he, it was very popular. Yes. And at the end, one of the coolest things in the world was when they were doing the chanting mm-hmm. while, ole, he was ole, to, mm-hmm. while he was trying to putt, and mm-hmm. they wouldn't even get quiet. No. Like, that was awesome. That was just awesome. No, and there was a couple of holes I was a little nervous because he wasn't hitting it awesomely, but either was but Tommy Nobody Fleetwood. Nobody else was. Tommy Fleetwood's caddy said, 
who was in second. He was playing in the last group. It was the best I've ever seen somebody ball strike in that type of wind. He said Fleetwood was amazing. Just couldn't really? putt. Couldn't make a putt. And I knew the first hole was going to be an indication of being when um, Lowry snap hooked his drive. He said it was the ugliest drive you'd hit in like three years. <laughs> and I think a little bit of nerves. He gets up and down for bogey. Fleetwood puts it pin high about four feet. Misses. Okay, so, so, so that four could have turned into two shots really quick. If you're going to bed on Saturday night mm-hmm. on a six-shot lead or a one-shot lead, mm-hmm. which one are you more nervous about? Six. Yeah. Yeah, because, it's like, like I said. All I can do is screw this up. I can be John Von Develd and be huh. the guy who screws this up. You know, you lo- you're down by one. It's like, okay, uh, game how about, on. How about Greg Norman? Greg Norman, I mean, you can be that guy. When you see headlines, when you see texts or you see tweets, they're not talking about what the chances are this guy has to win. Right. All they do is they list all the guys that blew it. Yep. And, man, when you have to sit on that, I would rather be one shot behind going into the final round. Right. So, right. But, they, but Fleetwood could never get on track. Then the weather got ridiculous. And then in the last few holes, uh, Lowry credited his, his caddy that he picked up this year uh, for kind of talking him off the ledge because he goes, I don't know if I'm good enough to be a major winner. I mean, this is like new stuff. This is crazy, especially with that fresh blowing a four-shot lead. Right. But then the, the next day, the, um, the parade for him down in his hometown was about three hours away. It looked like there was a, a million people there. Yep. That looked like you bust people in. Yeah. Right? It's like, was, this town can't handle this many people. That was really, really cool. And so, uh, and then Jordan, I was interested to see how he'd play. And I keep bringing this up because it's getting to be kind of a stereotype with him. Well, I understand what you're going to say here. Go ahead and say it before I give you my. So he had seven, I think he was seven under going Mm -hmm. into the final round. And his weekend rank or his rank in weekend rounds is, is ridiculously low or high. How about bad? He's second in second-round scoring. He's like 195th in third round. He's 194th in fourth-round scoring. And Sunday, he shot six over. So, I, I, I'm going to say this. I don't, I, don't, um, I don't know what's in his head as a, as a player or what's going on, but I, I'm going to say this. Um, he's putting really, really well again. It's the only thing that's saving him. And he can't hit a fairway. Him. But here's the thing. He had three fairways on Sunday. I don't think I don't think a guy like like Jordan gives a flying rats about anything but majors right now. And and that's true. And so if he's seven under and not in contention because a guy's fifteen under, he's either f- shooting for flags to try to shoot a sixty one mm-hmm. or he's waiting to get to the next event. And and I and I think that's true. I think the fact that his putting came back, and it, it did. I mean, he's putting really well, and it was really bad. It helped last him year. for a while. Didn't help him on Sunday. So I just, I, I do believe that he's not far off. You, you remember, don't expect him anything for this, the rest of this year. Because no. first off, he's not even in the he won't, he won't even be in the tour championship unless he does something. He's playing in the Wyndham next week. Is he? Mm-hmm. He Which needs will- to. He's got to get. He's only 69th, I think, or yeah. 70th. But, he, but the other side is. He has got to. Um, he is. He he's got to fix his driver. It's awful. Driver's horrible. But I. But in the off season, he obviously fixed his putting. He'll fix his driver. 
It's it's a, it's look, life got in the way. He's getting married. He's got other things going on. He's a three-time major, 25 years old. Life got in the way. He's in a blip. I, I wouldn't worry about him. I would. Um, if I was him, I'd be worried. I would. I mean, why wouldn't you be? You're used to greatness. Now yeah. you're not great. So what happened? How can I fix it? He's been taking three weeks off at a time yeah. to work with Cameron McCormick and trying to get things straight again. Yeah. And so I, I'm not wishing anything bad on right. him. I'm just saying. I think it'll be fine. But I have a, I have a hypothetical for you. Uh-huh. If it was right now you had to choose the President's Cup team, mm-hmm. you put him on? I, he can't be top 12, can he, or top 8? No. Um, See a wild card for you? Mm, don't know. Not sure yet. Because here's the thing. The putting part is scary because, as Leach Vienna would say, when you're trying having to make five and six footers for par, you're not going to be around this game very long. And he yeah. did that really well in the first yeah. couple rounds. But, man, you got to count on that, you're screwed. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, it's, and if God, if God forbid, you, would you put him an alternate shot? Oh, dear Lord. No. Unless I wanted a train wreck. Ratings, no, so you, are, ratings are Dan. Well, let's put him in. Yeah, so you got to take you got to take him out of half the matches. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe he will get a hit back. I'm sure he will. But I've said this time and time again. He's a victim of his own success. If he would have won maybe one event, two events. He grinds a little one, harder still. Yeah, but, man, he was going for the for the calendar grand slam one year. He was really close, and he's won six, seven times. I mean, he's just he's ridiculous. You know, if, <clears throat> I, I was thinking when they were doing that parade for Shane Lowry, mm-hmm. what would we have to do anywhere in the United States, with Dallas first, but anywhere else, to get a golf parade like that? It would only happen for Tiger. And for it would Tiger? Ha- yeah, and amazingly, it didn't, and happen. it didn't happen when he won the Masters. No, it was a very quiet win. That was the quietest, yeah. amazing win, you know, career Resurrection or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Because it just died really fast. It did. I was amazed by it did. that. And then all of a sudden, three majors later, and he's not even for the – I think for the first time ever, he's not the betting favorite. No. And why would he be? Yeah, but I'm just like, well, why would he been for the last five years, which he was? Yeah. Hey, real quick. So we we're talking about the Wyndham next week. So the tour is realizing that – okay, so – they have the WGCs. My theory is the WGCs was the tour's way of getting around appearance money. Okay. Fair right? enough. No cut. Fair right? enough. So then they came up with this bit called the Wyndham Championship where they were going to split. Like $10 million or something? It $5 is $10 million up for the top 10 players and uh, $2 million of that going to the leader, to the winner. After the Wyndham, which is next week. Okay. Okay? So you think, all right, so pe- people like to make a little bit of money. Well, this is just shows how much money these guys make. How many of the top ten do you think are entered this week for next week? Zero. One. Who's the Paul idiot? Paul Casey. <laughs> That's it. Brooks Kepka isn't doing it. Kuchar, no McElroy, no Shoffley, no Woodland, no Cantley, no Dustin Johnson, no Ricky Fowler, no Rom, Rose. Oh, I'm sorry. And then Ches Reavy is in it. Of course he is. But he's 12th. But he's 12th. And Charles Howell's in it. Of course he's he 14. is, because he's Charles Howell. And that's it. So this is getting to that time where the WGCs have ruined the golf tour. You might yeah. you might have one a year, but when you have four and you have a condensed schedule already, you're going to yeah. take the best names in golf, and you're not going to sprinkle them around the end of the other tournaments. Yeah. 
I don't think anybody cares about WGCs anymore. I don't know. You know, nobody cares I, about anything except majors. You wonder, like, as we're figuring out what to do on our radio show, <laughs> daily basis. You have. Why are you laughing, Kern? Just, I thought it was funny. Don't you want job security? You're just I funny. Didn't. Okay, I am. He's laughing with you. Okay, whatever. Not really. You know, it's it, it is. Of our two hours, how much should we really talk about golf when the during the majors? Yes. Mm-hmm. During the beginning of the season? Yes. Mm-hmm. But during the the Wyndham Championship? This is when we earn when, our money. We have to okay. make something interesting because they're not going to give us every story. Sometimes you have to dive a little bit underneath, you know? You have to dig. Got to dig. Can't be obvious. So, but this kind of worries me a little bit, and it just shows you how much money these guys are making. Brooks Kepka is leading, so the top. So Paul is there Casey's, a chance he can he can still Paul, win? Paul Casey has to win to get the two million. Okay, so Kepka's almost guaranteed that two million dollars. Yeah. What a crock of crook. So this, so this whole that's, bit. That's a crock. Well, no, the bit is it was a bad idea. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. Horrible it's a bad idea. idea. Horrible idea. Should have given it to us. Yeah, we'd do it. The I'd golf show with the best ratings I'd on show Saturday up. mornings in Dallas. I'd show up. I'll take Brooks's place. Why not, right? So, anyway, that's that's the state of golf is the way it is today. Um, and we just got to live with it. So, yeah. there you go. By the way, I did run into two people who had never heard our show before, and they're listening today. Nice. Nelson and Kelly. Hey, congrats. So, Thanks. Yeah, see, even 25 years, we still have people who haven't listened to us. You never know. New listeners every time, every day. Every moment it happens. Yeah. All right, 827 on the ticket. T-Box out of Crest Cars today in Frisco. And you can get a Q60, which is a cool car. You know what? It's probably the best value of a luxury vehicle that has a third row. No, this is a Q60, Craig. This is their oh, little two-seater. X60. Yeah, no, I, I did not say that. Q60 is that little sporty car, right? Yeah, that's three ninety nine a month. The the Infiniti Q60, which is one of the better-looking cars on the market, that's four thirty-nine a month. And but you, that QX60 is still for three ninety-nine a yeah, month. Yeah, it's good to get a thir- if you needed that third row. You got it. If you had a bunch of little kiddos, mm-hmm. You have a bunch of kiddos or or anything, bunch of dogs, you know, whatever, whatever. Well, they don't need a row; they can just sit in the back. Well, you need sometimes you need to put down that rear seat, you know. You can also get an XT6. That's the brand new SUV that does have a third. That's row. a Cadillac. Yeah, four ninety-nine a month. That's really good. XT5 is only two ninety nine a month. That's a great SUV. Wow. Good stuff here at Crest Cars in Frisco and also in Plano where Crest Volvo hangs out. All right, up next, I'll say this once again, as this is brought to you by Arcus Golf. Go to ArcusGolf.com, get their Players Prime program, play any course in the Metroplex under their uh, jurisdiction. For a mere uh, 49 a month, you get unlimited range balls and you get a free crush burger. Check it out, ArcusGolf.com. So up next, there's five leaderboards we could go to. We're going to go to three. There's two majors, and none of those three are going to be a major that I care to talk about. How about that? Huh. Does that work? Okay. Talk about that next. You go to myavidgolfer.com. So there's a, a few reasons you should check it out, especially if you like golf. We have... What's what we do? You have your blog. Mm -hmm. Course reviews. We have the magazine all the way on there, so you can... You don't have to kill a tree. And you can read what we wrote every month. Mm -hmm. It's different, which 
We go to press on Monday morning, and I still don't have mine done yet. Mm. Of course. <laughs> and you can actually know what's great about digital. You can actually click on the our clients' ads, and it goes right to their website. So that's really cool. Takes out yeah. takes out one one uh, step. We also have course reviews. We have restaurant reviews. We have car reviews. Love doing that every month. Mm-hmm. And we have the Avid Golfer Passbook. Still. Yeah, you got a few few months left to use mm-hmm. it, and uh, we'll have a new one coming out in November, which is a great, it, better than we've ever done okay. already. And really? we still haven't even called half the courses yet. Nice. So keep your ears listening for that. Yeah, fifty nine ninety five, and you get a dozen Cirque golf balls. And we still have an event in uh, August tenth on a Saturday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Thorn tree, thorn tree, mere ninety nine bucks, and you get ninety nine bucks. You get a shirt. You great get a shirt. dozen golf balls. You mm-hmm. get a golf glove. Love the golf you glove. Get Little kettle one, nice little. Um, there's a whiskey there too, and I don't know which one it is. So drink a lot of kettle one. I can't remember. Rat farts. What is it? All right, check it out. I think it's on the website. Check it out. It's myavidgolfer.com. Good job, Craig. Dang it. Eight thirty-seven on the ticket tee box out at Crest Cars today. This segment brought to you by the PGA Tour Superstores. They have one right down the road on Preston and 121. If you can't find something at Superstores, you just, they don't make it. You know the interesting thing about PGA Superstores, one of their signature things across the country mm-hmm. is when you drive by PGA Tour Superstore, they have the world's largest American flag, except here. Yeah, but boy, you're up against a lot of car dealers. Uh, no, the wind was so tough mm-hmm. that they had to replace them Twice as fast, three times as fast as anywhere else in the country. Yikes. So I said, ah, we're going to stop doing that. Good idea. Good idea. All right, 850. There's a big issue about conforming, non-conforming clubs. At 910, Craig says he might have found the answer to something he's been struggling with. He says two awesome tips he realized this week or was told this week, so I can't wait to hear that. And at 930, more... Info on the guy that shot a 202. The guy that was he was the this, caddy for Matt Every. Compelling because I hate giving this guy any extra publicity. It just shows you how sorry some people can be. Yeah. Can we bring up Ian Poulter then too? Yeah, let's do that. He's sorry also. Can be. He can be. Yeah. He uh, likes to spout off, but he has thin skin. That's a bad. Yeah. Combo. Yes. I was bad. Wait combo. till 9:30 because that was awful. Bad combo. What a Rick with a P. All right, here we go. So, we have three different leaderboards. Yeah, the seniors are playing the British Open, and the women are playing a major out in overseas. And those. So, one thing I'll say about that tournament: the biggest complaint was hours are ta- uh, the tr- uh, rounds are taking five and a half hours. At which one? The Evian Championship, the women's last major of the year. Five and a half. We'll say that hours. the yes, the the first four. Leaders are from the same country. Hmm. Won't mention that. Yeah, My careful. Name's not Haney, careful. But, uh, well, that's different. <laughs> you could say they're from South Korea. H.J. Kim is leading. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. All right, so we got the World Golf Championships. This is one of the, again, everybody makes the cut. Everybody makes money. The last place guy, all he has to do is play golf four days and not withdraw, makes $52,000. Right now, it looks like Kevin Tway at plus fifteen. So this is the downside of not having a cut. When you're struggling that week, there's no escape hatch. 
you have to play it all. And it's like what uh, David Duvall said when he posted his 91 last week mm-hmm. at the British Open. He goes, hey, I think uh, one of the edicts for every pro golfer is you should post a score. Don't be so lame and you ooh my elbow halfway through, <laughs> you know. But who's leading is Matthew Fitzpatrick. He is from uh, overseas, and he's also a Northwestern grad, I think. I don't know if he graduated, but he went there, played college golf. He's at nine under. He was really good in college. Mm-hmm. Patrick Cantley, who was also really good in college from UCLA. He's mm-hmm. at seven under, along with Cameron Smith from Australia. John Rahm, Billy Horschel are all at seven under. Ian Poulter is at five under. Justin Rose, five under. So is Brooks Kepka, Bubba Watson. Henrik Stenson, so there's a lot of names here. Henrik Stenson's a 400, so is Rory McIlroy, who I don't know what to say about him. Hits the ball frickin' mile, and he shows up about once or twice a year, it seems like, at least to win, at least to win. I'm looking down here. I'm looking at Matthew Wolf. He's two over. Um, Jason Day is plus one. Bryson DeChambeau plus one. Matt Kuchar even. Eh, you know, it is what it is. Okay, now I want to get to the Barracuda. So the Barracuda is the is the alternate tour event. Right. So the Barracuda, you know, I was talking about... Um, Strength of field. Yeah, let me get to that real Have quick. Because I'd like to know the difference between the two. Okay, let's get to strength of field, because that's a biggie. So the British Open last week was 898 points. Okay. The WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational. 688. Okay. Barracuda, 26. Dear Lord. The Price Cutter, which is the Corn Ferry event. Mm-hmm. Want to guess? Seven. Two. It's two strength of field. But Tom Hogue is winning this. It's a modified stable for which I used to think was really cool. Now it doesn't do anything for me anymore. I don't know why. Bo Hostler is looking for his first tour they win. They get two-year exemption if they win this. Right? Yes, they do. They, they don't get no a masters. masters no masters invite. Yeah, so it, these guys would take it. Yeah. Uh, Colin Morikawa is also at twenty uh, plus twenty plus is good in this. Um, All right. So if you had to take a bet on somebody right now, I said you've got your last hundred dollars. You got to bet it on somebody right now. Who you bet it on? Don't hmm. you put it on him. Yeah, I think I would. I think I would. So he's played. 11, he's played 12 rounds of pro tour golf. I mean, as, as a professional. Right. He's in the 60s and 11 of them. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't suck. Man, that's good. I think you're going to make money if you do that. That is so good. And anybody else of note, I'm looking down the leaderboard. Not really. So that's what's going on there. But we're more interested in the Price Cutter Charity Championship. That is the Corn Ferry Tournament because. Is that weird we are? Yes. Conrad Schindler. Big P1. Big Buddy the Magazine. Might be Eli Jordan's best friend. Becoming. Yeah, he's getting there. He is tied for the lead at 14 under par. He has won one, used to be a web.com event. Now it's the Corn Ferry. He's tied with one Jonathan Randolph. So it'll be interesting to see how he does. He shot a 63-67. That's pretty good back-to-back. Usually when you go really low, it tends to go the other way. But as I look down the leaderboard, another big... Uh, Saw that. Another big friend of the show and of the station, tied for 20th, is Edward Lohr at 8 under par. How about that? It's 
It's pretty sweet. Oh, he's tied with Josh Creel. Do you remember Josh Creel at all? Mm-mm. He won four or five of the Adams Pro Tour events in a row. Okay. And it was like, man, this kid's good. When's he going to be able to get? So he finally got his card, and he's there. He He's going to get his card for next year, I think. It's PJ Tour. Sure. It just shows you, I mean, you can come up that way. It's mm-hmm. hard. You don't have the the skins of a Matthew Wolf or Jordan Spieth or anybody like that, but mm-hmm. you Victor can do Hovland. it. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, somebody said, in fact, I was reading something. Remember Brendan Todd? Remember he won the, the Nelson? He was actually on the leaderboard of the Barbasol. This, he was like fifth. And he is, and he's, he's missed like 90% of his cuts. But he won. Yeah, he won way back, but now he's in second. So go figure. That's why our DraftKings thing is 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 a ridiculous, futile. Except this week because we've Maybe. got three teams in the money. Maybe. We'll see by Sunday. Sunday at 5, call me. <laughs> I get so I get so hyped up, and then something happens. And that's, you know, the um, DraftKings became the official fantasy league of the PGA Tour. So what do you pay for that? What did they pay for that? I'll bet you not a lot. They I'd, call the PGA Tour and say, look. I bet you the PGA Tour wants it. They need something because they know the NFL made their big hay off fantasy football. Yeah. I guarantee it wouldn't have been that as popular, right? Golf needs something like that so you can look at the Barracuda champ, even though they didn't have a Barracuda um, prop bet. This I'll week tell you, did they? To, in their, if I wasn't in the golf business and mm-hmm. I wasn't having to do a radio show this weekend <laughs> – to keep an eye on it, uh, it would have been tough to look at anything for this true. week. It's, it's true. kind of like a it's hangover week, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You just had the British Open. You yeah, got FedEx bad. coming in two weeks. They should take a week off, but they can't take a week off anymore because of this darn condensed schedule, right. which everybody wanted, including me, because nobody wants to fight against the NFL. Either start it earlier. I, I ain't kidding. Start it. I guess you could make the make the fall class, make the fall season, just make yep. that just like the regular mm-hmm. season. I guess you could do that. Mm-hmm. But these guys only have to play 14, 15 events a year, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So even this Wyndham Championship where these guys are going to make make at least a million dollars just for showing up, eh, I don't think so. <laughs> or I'll, I'll, we're, I'll, if it happens, great, but I'm not going there to find out. You just mail me the check. Hmm. All right? Funny. So that's what's going on in the world of golf, at least. By on. the way, just so we can cover everything. Yeah, yeah. The uh, – in the Senior Open, which is the British Senior Open, mm-hmm. uh, West Short Jr. is leading over Scott Denlop. But where there might be some intrigue, only two shots back is Darren Clark. Hmm. I think he'd create create a little bit of well. He almost did there. at the he almost did because he is from Ireland and he missed I want to say a three foot putt on the thirty six hole at the British Open last week. Right to miss to make the cut. Where is Brand, uh, Brandel Chambly? Okay. I wanted to look see. at that. I forgot all about it. I'm going to go down. Because uh-huh. he qualified. He qualified for second straight senior behind open. Joe Durant. Mm-hmm. He's behind Tom Watson. Do, do, do. He's behind, behind Tom Dan. Watson? Yeah. Tom Watson's like 90. He's behind. He missed the cut. I'm okay. Thinking. That's okay. He doesn't play a lot of He's golf. Behind Gary, Ni- Gary Nicholas is 50. Yeah, I know. How about that? Wow. It means we're all getting old. Yeah. Oh, you're still going. Randall Chambly, 10 over. So how many people has he beaten? Tied for one or ninth. He beat, let's see, any names that I know that he beat. Okay. He beat Russ Cochran. Okay. Lefty. Tim Thielen. Mm. Um, Scott Simpson. Okay, U.S. Open winner. 
And that's about it. The rest yeah. of the names, I don't know. Well, he doesn't make his hay playing golf. He makes it talking golf. Yeah. So the fact he actually qualified, he had to play and qualify for that is pretty good. Good for him. Yep. All right. 847 on the ticket. That segment, award-winning segment, I'll call it. was brought Barely. To, yeah, I know. Was brought to you by the Texas Junior Golf Tour. One of our other great companies that uh, if you have a kid who has any – interest in being good they should be playing well how about checking out if they're competitive they like competition some, yes some kids are really good at stuff they don't like to compete at it though they just like to play for fun this That's... is fun but you got to post a score yes you do so it's worthwhile giving it a shot and if you're good enough you might get some you know let the parents off the hook you might get some money for college Never that's right tjgt.com all right up next when is it cheating? When is it not? And when are these guys that are testing clubs going to get a clue? I'll tell you what they need to do next. Huh. Hmm. 8.55 on the ticket. That would if, have been a great segment. If you were here and you were listening to us like the crowd at Crest is. We're sorry. You would have had the last five minutes of extreme fun. It was fun. Maybe we'll reenact it one day. Hypothetical Rick. Yep. Yep. Hey, by the way, speaking of golf, uh, our good buddies over at the Grapevine Golf Course. Yeah. That, the road over the dam. Yeah, it's finally Reopened. Fixed. Reopened yesterday. Wow, nice. So in case you're. That's Where's our clubhouse? Uh, it's coming. Coming along. All right. Yep. So uh, anyway, good buddy, Russell Pulley, uh, mentioned that to me yesterday. We could put that on the air. And I, so I just did. So there you go, Russell. All right. We're Crest Cars today. 9-10. We will talk about Craig. Maybe having an epiphany for something he's been struggling with in golf. And I'm interested to hear this because he said it might have worked. But first, one of the things that happened last week, which was kind of a downer, was Xander Shoffley was one of, I don't know, 15 to 30 guys tested randomly to Mm -hmm. see if their driver conformed to Mm -hmm. what they call COR, coefficient of restitution, or... Characteristics of time. Never heard that one before. That's how long the ball will stay on the club face. Right. So he his club failed the second one. He didn't know anything about it because, and I guarantee club manufacturers don't test them. I promise you. I think they don't. I bet they don't test every single one. No, but they no. test the batches. Well, yeah, but as we told last week, when when a guy breaks his favorite driver. And he doesn't have a backup, or even if he does have a backup, might not be exactly the same. Right. So they told him this. They they did the testing two days prior to the opening round. He had to scramble to find another driver. And as many as as golf makes you a head case anyway, if all of a sudden you know you can't use this driver, your favorite driver, you have to use this driver. It's going to mess you up. And he, he still finished okay. He does really well in the majors. But then he started getting mad because he goes, one, why was I outed? And two, why don't you just test everybody? Well, he wasn't really outed. Something leaked. Somebody leaked it. Uh, it's it it either the RNA. It's not his fault, right? You can say he, it wasn't his fault. He took the driver from the who's supposed to test the clubs. The RNA. Right. No, I mean before he gets it. Well. Or before he uses it. This is, is the he, problem. Would he even know how to test a club? This is the problem. So once you set up your contraption let's say, to uh, to test these, it doesn't take very long at all to test each club. And they're only testing drivers, which still befuddles me. You can make the hottest three-wood in the world. Deal off it to like right. 11 I'll, degrees. I'll give you even a better one. Huh? 
and this is where when you're going to get into how to fix testing and do mm-hmm. whatever. Let me give you a hypothetical. Yeah. Hypothetical, Rick. Okay. <clears throat> what makes what? What's the one thing everybody thinks is wrong with golf right now? That why it's getting so easy. The ball, right? Everybody talks about the ball. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks. Hey, definitely Nicholas. The ball, the ball, the ball, the ball's mm-hmm. gotten better. Right, right. So I also know that I can do some things to the ball that I can make it go straighter. I can make it go farther. Mm-hmm. So I'm signed by pick one, Srixon. Okay. Good company. And Srixon's making my golf balls, and they're putting dozens in my bat in my butt. But I say, I say to my buddy Justin over here, hey Justin, let's go find a plant somewhere in in China, and let's change the specs. Right. This ball won't be legal, but they'll never know because I'll put we'll put Srixon on it. Yeah. And we'll put it in a white box. Say it's a prototype or whatever. And we'll put even XV on the side. And I know this ball's longer and straighter and spins more and does everything and, you know, makes breakfast for me. It's the perfect golf ball. And you'll never know. Uh Uh-huh. Would you use it? Because you're ever testing the ball. We haven't tested the ball once. Right. So... In my, I, I, you know, I've always said this to you. For in in the world of business, locks are for honest people. Mm-hmm. Rules are for honest people. True. Because you can break a rule. If you want to find a way to break a rule, you can find a break a rule. Mm-hmm. If you want to take steroids or right. to, to do whatever you can, or human growth mask hormones, it, you can mask it in whatever way you need to mask it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's a, it's difficult. This is, it's locks or finest people. You got to test if, you know, we're testing 20 drivers just to see. I, I think one of the things, and we'll get into Bryson DeChambeau, it's like, all right, that club wasn't, and which which driver did Shoffley use? He uses a, uh, the, but which one? Does he have the Epic or uh-huh. the? I think so. I would probably test every other Epic now, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously, but, or even tell him, look, one Epic is wrong. Everybody's out. Mm-hmm. Find another Epic. Um. Then you got to retest those. I, I, it's just you're putting yourself in a position where um, he puts a new driver in play. Mm-hmm. Did they test that one? Mm-hmm. Probably not. I don't know. He could have used anything. That's the problem. That, that's the big hole in this in this whole equation is test them all or don't test any of them. Because here's the other problem too: if if Callaway sends me that driver and they said, "Yeah, we test it," we believe me, we. we our eyes opened up, and we test every driver going out. Well, these pros hit so many balls that after about 500 hits, that club face gets compromised. Art Salinger used to say to He still me, does, by the way. He still does? Because uh-huh. it's true. The longest you're ever going to hit your driver is right before the face cracks. Yeah, because it's, it mo- it's the thinnest, has the most trampoline effect. So that's why you have to test them before every round. Because if you test it right before the opening round... And people go, okay, I got through that. I'm going to put in my other driver because I know that one's hotter. You got to do it for every round. You got to do it for every player. I, do you? Well, if you're going to, why test it at all then? I think you go to the manufacturers and you say, look, make sure these clubs are within realm. If they start to, if they start to wear and get longer or whatever, how do you know that? I mean, the pros can know. They're going, man, I'm getting like ten more yards. I can, I'm carrying that bunker now. Right. Then, then you test it. I mean, why I not don't. just test it all the time, or or don't test it at all, like the balls. Don't test the balls. That's what I. That's now what the I, balls are only tested at the USGA, right? When they come up with a new, like when when Titleist comes up right. with a new it's Pro either, V1, it's either approved or it's not. Yes, 
Um, but all I'm, saying, all I'm saying is you go to Callaway and say, okay, you're making epics. Okay. We're testing. We're coming in. We're testing your epics. Mm-hmm. And if they all the epics get tested positively and they're fine, mm-hmm. fine. Do the same thing you do with the balls. The Callaway epic is okay. But to test it every time and all of a sudden <laughs> – I used to. Uh, it's just tough. I mean, something happened. Why is it I mean, tough? What's so tough about it? Because things happen, like you say. All of a sudden, I start thinning the the. That's why you test for every round, and you better have a backup. Are the, is there? Are we capable of testing every club? Before Here's the round? problem: the only people that test are the RNA and the USGA. Those are the only two. PGA Tour does not test. So. It's okay to test it for the two majors, and the rest of the time, you pay whatever and you want. And here's the other side. Aren't they long enough? What's Jan- Xander Shoffley getting, gaining by, by that ball sticking on the club face a little bit longer, which means he's going to get an extra 10 yards? Carry a bunker. Aren't they long enough? Are and, you ever I mean, long? You, of all people. Because I'm not long. You, of all people. Could you, if you ever could be long enough, would you ever be satisfied? No. You want to be that much long, because there will always be somebody out of driving you. I promise you. There's always somebody out there bigger, faster, stronger. You know, mm, I need to get him. It happens. It's human nature. Is that, is that dr- going to dramatically change your score So why that long? Why do they test at all then? They don't, obviously, at the PGA. And I just, said, I just said either test them all or don't test at all. And Bryce said Shambo wanted to do something that what NASCAR does. Where if you win, they test your car. If it's found nonconforming, you get your money, but you don't get the NASCAR points for the end of the year. And DeChambeau is saying the same thing. You get to keep your win, but you'll only get half FedEx Cup points. Do you think any any player cares about that? Nope. Stupid. It's either all or nothing, pal. I could imagine. I would have all non-conforming clubs, non-conforming balls. I'm going to win. I'm going to make my million eight mm-hmm. and get my two-year exemption. Left all the way to the bank. Be just and yeah, and be just like uh, Brooks Kepka. You can have all my points. Yeah, I'm not even going to show up at the Wyndham Championship. I don't even care if I make the extra money. Yeah, I'm going to go wear yep. my thong again or whatever yep. I'm going to do. Yep, that's what I don't understand about all that. It just makes no sense. <coughs> Excuse me. Brooks Kepka wears thongs on Instagram. Kern's give me this look like I'm out of my mind. Kina's girlfriend wear thongs and they they show up on Instagram. It shows up on Golf Digest every every time I open up a web page. There's there's Brooks Kepka's butt. I don't pay attention. I don't so think know. I want to go look that up. No. Sometimes it's just there, pal. I'm not. I'm not googling it. It just shows up. You wear thongs. Kepka likes. Kepka likes to show. All right. All right. Enough of that. <laughs> you are in a weird mood today. I'm in a great mood. Today. You are. I'm not saying it's not a great mood, but it is weird. It must. Crest must bring it out in you. I'm waiting for breakfast. I'd be hungry. Wait for that food porn to show up on my table, because it's always good. All right, up next. Well, by the way, it's brought to you by the City of Arlington Golf Courses, Texas Rangers, which is getting awesome reviews. Tierra Verde, always highly rated. And Lake Arlington, which uh, you want to start to play golf, that doesn't have a bunker on it. That course sells out quicker than any other course yep. on, our, on Ideal Golf. So much fun. You can walk, too. You can be like an old-school golfer. I like that. Hello. I'm I like old school, old school golfer. golfer. Yeah. Good day, mate. All right. Up next, Craig has been struggling with one part of his game. He's driving him crazy, but he says he got two good tips. We'll see if they worked next on the ticket. 9-12 on the ticket. T-Box out of Crest Cars today. 
Craig, me, yeah. Kern, yeah. Justin Thomas, our new employee at Avid Golfer Magazine, back at the station, Chris Tapia, and Samuel Hale doing tickers. We'll be here till 10 o'clock today. By the way. Those to the latest food porn from here. It's so good. You heard the Ticket 25? Just, mm-hmm. Is it coming mm-hmm. back, the Ticket 25 and everything? See my shirt? Yeah. It's just Guy brought this us a shirts at the golf expo this year. He did all the ticket drops and all the ticket mm-hmm. moments on the shirt. What's the one that's most prominent, Kern? The anus. Still not a top twenty-five moment though. Not deemed by our not a top hundred moment because they had a t- hundred of them right to vote yeah, on. That's so scandalous. Most of the things at the ticket are scandalous. Anyway, we're I'm out. The here. anus guy. <laughs> top 10 top 10 what did i say that i got that lady to turn her head just for a little bit she did yeah, and she looked right at you she knew exactly who was talking oh so sorry. there you go that's all right all right 9 30 sorry or not sorry that's this definite of infamous right that's the definite definition of, of infamous not famous <laughs> Well, infamous is famous in a, in in a bad way. Yeah, the fact that I'm known because I'm the anus guy. Well, could be worse. <laughs> All right, again, nine thirty. Uh, we'll do. Sorry, not sorry. We have weather that is brought to you by Chris Tapia, Online Trading Academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today it is going to be hot. Eh, low nineties, not too bad. Ninety three. It's going to feel like ninety eight. But the rest of the week looks pretty darn good. It's going to be 93, 99, maybe our first 100-degree day on next Wednesday. But no rain. I might decide to play golf that day. No rain in the forecast. Do what? Did I just hear something back there? All right. All right, so sometimes we have problems when we play golf. It's the way it is. Golf giveth, golf take it away. Usually more times than they give us. Just keep, it just gives you enough to keep you coming back. You cannot master golf. And sometimes some things that you're really good at, they just disappear, which drives you crazy. Mm-hmm. I've always said this analogy. It's like, it's like a hockey player forgetting how to skate. And at one time, uh, Craig was a really good putter. Just ask him. Always and, a good putter. <laughs> exactly. But lately, he's been falling on hard times. How many putters have you bought lately? In the last, since you started this, since you've had this issue. So, no, December of 2017, I had shoulder surgery. Mm-hmm. May or June of last year, I came back, started playing golf again, mm-hmm. and I got the yips. Yep. And I couldn't get rid of them. Mm-hmm. So, being left-handed, I would go try to find everything I could. I went, and I changed my grip. I, I went low, right, right hand low, or mm-hmm. left, right hand low. Mm-hmm. And then I went the claw, and then I did the reverse claw, which worked better than anything. I'd never seen anybody do it, mm-hmm. but it worked for me. Okay. Then I did the Matt Kuchar thing where I put it against my arm, yeah. and then I that didn't work. I put it against my other arm, which I'd never seen anybody no, do either. No, and, and that was a good reason for that. That <laughs> <laughs> was ridiculous. And I must have had – I mean, I, one day, maybe at our Christmas event or something, I'm just going to fire sale all my putters. There you go. There's a lot of good ones. So – Went top shelf. About February of this year – I started putting right-handed. Not a bad idea. I've seen people do it. And at least my yips were so bad 
I couldn't have continued to play golf the way I was doing. It just it not was, have fun. It was it was just it was so bad. You'd have to be an automatic two putt and just move on to the next Yes, hole. I would have just had to pick up and And you can't play for money anymore. So I went so I went right handed and at least I could pl- enjoy the game again. Mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't good putter at all. Right. And I would have issues with putting. I mean I would I, I'd hear him every Monday. I would there was one time uh we're playing Cowboys uh-huh. and I had a tap in putt for the first hole for Birdie. Yep. I hit the next eight greens in a row and three-putted all of them. <laughs> yeah, it wears on you. And then I three-putted 10, I three-putted 11, and I four-putted 12. You're consistent. And the putter went. Lake? No, it just flew, and sadly it hit the cart path. Mm. And that was a really nice Scotty Cameron. Um it was. Yes. And, um, and so I had these friends. Mike, and I won't even try to get his last name right, and Gary Krupkin, who used to be testers for Adams Golf. Okay. By the way, it's not always that bad. You've seen me putt yeah. okay. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it's just not always that bad. Obviously, but when I'm you tr- miss, it's it's hor- it's hard to watch. Yes. And so I'm hitting the ball better than I have in, the, in years and years and years. I just want to get through it. And mm-hmm. So they, they tell me um, – there's this guy. His name's Blair Phillip. A guru. Or guru. And, um, <laughs> a guru? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he is a master at putting. Okay. Was on the PGA Tour for a little while. I don't remember his name, but was on the web got time, was on whatever. And he was a he was a club maker for Adams. Okay. He was in the putter world with yes putters. Remember when uh-huh. Adams I, bought yes? Sometimes I'll hit a yes putter. And then TaylorMade bought Adams and ruined the company, and they started their own company with Barney Adams. Okay. At um, they're out in Richardson. Okay. And they came up with this shaft. You know, we always talk about the driver shaft, mm-hmm. and now we've are, now we've just started with the with the iron shafts, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the graphite. So they believe that if you take a different kind of shaft in your putter, take out any of the flex at all. I mean, it, like the extreme super. Sh- Super stiff, where nothing moves. They'll they'll claim that you still have some flex in a shaft, no matter how stiff it is. And in putting, you don't want any flex. That amazes me when put, people are putting that slow. There's any flex. That's I'd what I to, said. I'd have to see it on a on a. They have a robot, it. and they showed me. Ridiculous. And um, and by the way, Callaway's got a shaft now also that's doing this that they claim to do the same thing. I have to see it to believe it. I'm I'm open minded. But I, I, I just I can't picture it. So I went there because out of, you know, said, hey, this guy's really, really mm-hmm. good. Um, and I went there, and they have a launch monitor for putting. I've seen them. They can tell you do everything that you're doing yeah, on putting. Your path, everything. Path, hitting up, hitting down. And so Blair's really good, and he sat down. By the way, I get there. Mm-hmm. And who's there but Tim Cusick? Oh, nice. Taking two of his client, two of his. Uh, right. Uh, Good reputation. Yes. Okay. So, you know, Tim Cusick's there. It's like, all right, a little credibility right away. Yeah, yeah. So they get me on the, of course, they get me on the little launch monitor for putting. I don't know what it's called. I'll call it that for there. And I'm making everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, of course. It's like when you go to the doctor, you've been mm-hmm. sick for two weeks. You go to the doctor, feel, feel fine today, doc. Oh, your car doesn't squeak when you take it to the dealer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but... It was remarkable on everything they could do. And, and it, first, he wanted to make sure that the putter that I had 
was the right putter for me. Okay. So the first putter I had... Well, if you're making everything, wasn't that the right putter for you? The first putter I had it had 7 degree of loft on it. That's he a goes, lot. You can't make anything with this putter. That's a lot of... This is... Four? You, you could give this to one of the long drive guys, and they may be able to hit it about 300 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 7 seven, degrees of, yeah, of that's loft ridiculous. is ridiculous. Or is that, or is that where, uh, you, where you place the putter on the ground? Right. Because if you put it farther up in your stance, it's going to open up the loft. Well, the first he can just look at it. Okay. And then, the, then I... I had the Scotty Cameron that hit the cart path, mm-hmm. and he said, well, this is scraped up, and it's mm-hmm. a little bent. You're not using this one. And I finally get the putter that's right. It's, And I said, this one's good for you. And so now that we know that this is the right, you know, he's looking at how much of a launch it comes mm-hmm. off and how much spin it's got. And sure, sure. The, the worst thing you can get, by the way, is if a, if a, if a ball's spinning backwards. Yeah, you don't, no backspin. You want to yes. hit up on a golf on a putt. Right. To get the top spin. So he, um, so he's working with me. Yeah, yeah. He's a little bit more impressed with of what how I'm putting than I had a good day. Hmm. <laughs> Which, if you ever see me on a regular launch mounter, that never happens. No, it's, yeah, you're you're um, But he gave me two tips, mm-hmm. and I asked him. I said, "Are these two tips good for anybody, or was it just me?" He says, well, "There's about." 20 things you can tell. He said there's a list of 24. Okay. He says, of the 24, these are the two biggest. Hmm. And as soon as he had me doing these both these two things, I it was like I'm a different guy. So I wanted to share them with the world. So how would you how'd you do them on Thursday when you played in your round? Uh, it was too early to tell because I was too... Um, too robotic oh, okay. with it, right? I mean, it's like, okay, make sure you're doing this, and right, make right. sure you're doing this. Yeah, I think another much. week or so, I think I'm going to be right. really much better. Because number one, as a philosophy of putting, and I've never heard this before, and I, and you probably will nod your head and say yes, mm-hmm. but well, when I was a left-handed putter and I was a, and I putted well, mm-hmm. I think I just willed the ball in the hole. I don't think, I mean, Billy Mayfair doesn't have a good putting stroke. He slices into everything, but he finds a way for I mean, he's on the PGA Tour. It was. He found a way to get the ball in the hole. Let me liken this to some. So sometimes if I'm getting out, I'm just out of my mind when I'm putting, mm-hmm. I'll look at the hole when I putt. That's what you used to do. Not look at the hole, but you're, when, you're, when your hands are following your eyes, right. you're not thinking. You're just doing right. it. It's like, right. it's like throwing to somebody. You're not thinking. Mm-hmm. You're throwing. So it's kind of the same thing. Right. So, I, I, so that's where I... Um, um, was then. So now I'm being more mechanical. I never thought about anything. About well, now you're putting. worried about missing more than hoping you're making. So the first thing he said, which was um, really, really interesting, is the hands have to go before the club head. So the hand and the grip are going, have to be, when they're hitting the ball, they have to be ahead of the club head. Interesting. Okay. If you, it's the same if, thing with a full swing, by the way. Probably so, yeah. No, it but is. that way, no problem. once I started doing that, uh-huh. I was online every time. Okay, that that my my club face was was square to the mm-hmm. the hole, and 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 I was hitting it square every time. Did you feel like you're using the back of your lead hand more? No, I I felt like I was not flipping my bottom hand. Okay, All right. same thing, but uh-huh. I'm sure. And um and I but it I, you know I never heard that before with a putting mm-hmm. is hands hands before the club head, and it worked. And the second one he said to me, and I'm gonna I, I'll even ask you beforehand, where do you put your ball in your stance when you're putting? 
uh, which way is it? Is it front back or up or in? Because there's front a thing. or back. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> mostly middle, maybe one ball up, and so, I and I try and put it to where it's directly below my eyes, because okay. a lot of people will have their eyes over the past the ball. So I didn't ask Dave. I didn't ask why. <laughs> But but I you brought up an interesting point. I wonder if, if I, I would call Blair and I'd ask him this. But he said, "Look at the buttons on your golf shirt. Mm-hmm. Your hand, your the club, the club should be just on the if you're left right-handed, just on the left side of the buttons." That's what I kind of said. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder if that's because well, I've I've seen people good even good putters have it back in their stands. The only guy who does stands. that is Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson, yes, he can. he's the only guy I know that does that. <clears throat> but the, I never even looked at. I always just think put, just put it in the middle and go. But but that's really not middle. That's forward middle. Well, how about this? Does it matter if you have an offset putter or not? Uh, he didn't. He didn't. Because I think that matters. But also, so the offset I, putter will make your hands go ahead of the ball. By the you way, you know what the first thing that they asked, and you've asked me this before. The first Are thing you they asked this guy. No. <laughs> Oh, I hate you so much. It's one hour and 30 minutes of pure hatred. Hatred. Yes. I never had a brother. It's your problem. No, but where was I? Why would you do that to me? I was on a roll. Um, oh, the first thing they asked me when I walked in, which, what's your dominant eye? Mm-hmm. I don't have any idea. I think they're both the same. What I said. Well, you've no. had contacts your whole life. You should you should know which. One. You know how you, you know how you do it, don't you? Put your finger out in front, and look at something, and close one eye, and close the other. If you close one eye and your finger doesn't move from that spot, that's your dominant eye. If you close the other one, other one, and it moves, see what I'm saying? Didn't move either way. Oh come on, it's got to. So so you're you're lining up with something, right? With both eyes open. Okay. Close one eye. So let's say you close your left eye. Mm-hmm. So for me, my right eye is dominant because my finger does not move from that oh, spot. Okay, so my left eye is dominant. Okay. There you go. Which is bad for you because you're a left-handed putter. I'm a right-handed putter. Now you are. But before, your left eye was the dominant eye, your, your, and your weaker eye was the one that was closer to the hole, looking at the hole. So now it's not. Yeah. So now it's good for me. should be, yeah. Okay. I got that going for me, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah. Or not. I don't know. No, it does help. No, it helps a lot. And some people will, will do that. I'll, I'll never forget the time we had that little putting green in our lobby. And that's when I was going through problems with putting. I was just like, geez, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> and I finally did l- left hand cross hand. So I did kind of what you did. Right. Except, and I made every putt. But I couldn't. Translated to a golf course, it really? Just, it was it was too foreign for me, and then finally I got out of it. But um, yeah, and and batter, it matters when you bat too as a baseball player. You want your dominant eye to be the one closest to the pitcher. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So maybe that's the case. So if people have are fighting their dominant eye, maybe switch and go back the other way. Go go left handed or right handed, whichever is opposite for you. Let me say that. Let me say this too. For if, if you're thinking like there's no way, hitting a club opposite hand. Take a driver in your hand. You and I used to do this. Uh-huh. It's too yeah, stupid. you're not bad at it. Left-handers are better at it than right. But but it's hard. Except putting, going the other way on putting, mm-hmm. not as hard as you. No, think. it's not. 
Not as hard as you think. Might be long, might be tougher on long putts. I don't know. Maybe not. I'll, I do know this. So so last week, this week, they had it had a good bit at this at this uh, tournament that the uh-huh. tours are at, at the, the PGA Tour, WGC St. Jude. Every player got to one hole, and they had to hit with an opposite hand driver. Really? And they were showing these videos on Twitter. Justin Thomas, awesome. Xander Shoffley, awesome. Dustin Johnson, awesome. Bubba Watson, not so good. But it was amazing. And the, the day that you and I were out with Edward Lohr at uh, Tango Ridge, uh-huh. and you guys hit my driver, mm-hmm. you hit yours, you hit mine okay. He hit it a mile, and his swing looked perfect Yeah, as a righty. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. They, I guarantee they don't practice that. No. It's just some inherent that some kind of gene they got that they, they're able to do that. So anyway, so it, <clears throat> I didn't change shafts. As I finally got this one putter uh-huh. that was working, yeah. and I was like, well, this is going to be so much better. I'll go back. If my putting gets markedly better and I can get that next step, I'll get that shaft. Okay. So here's the um, other thing. So one day I was playing, uh, not the name drop, playing with uh, Rod Pampling. <laughs> so he's, you know, and he, he always busts my chops because he's an Aussie and he's fun and all that. So... I was having trouble putting that day, and he says, your putter is way too short. You need a longer putter. And I said, why? He goes, because you need to stand up taller, and you do that. So I was, I was wondering, when they when they measured your putter, not to get personal, uh-huh. did they say that uh, you need to – because I always see putters, when I go to Superstore or whatever, I'll see a 35-inch putter, 36, 34. There really isn't much variance Mostly from that. Mostly it's usually 35 or 34. Yeah. Those are the two standard lengths. When we do a putter for one of the events yeah. we do, uh-huh. well, I'll get 35s and 34s. Yeah. That's but, what I'll get. But why is that? Because everybody has different you know, different arm lengths. and different. I don't, know. I, I don't know why that is either. I've always went with a 35 because I didn't want to bend over because you start putting a lot, it, it yeah, hurts, it hurts your, your back. back. Yeah, I know. So Anyway, but I'm interested. I want to try that. Yep. So uh, anyway, it's called Breakthrough, to- Breakthrough Golf Technology. So I, I was intrigued. So in essence, again, you want to put the ball about a ball ahead of your your buttons on your shirt. Yes. And you want to keep your hands ahead of the ball. Yes. So it's th- amazing how both of those things change. And I still think it matters because I like an offset putter. I, I like do too. Okay, so uh, that will help you get. It's it's kind of like the offset when you when people are starting to play golf. I can't hit an offset iron to save my life because I'll hook the hell out of it because your hands get way the the you know the the club head gets the ball way late. You know, or way early, one of the two. I don't know what it is. But, um, yeah, I'm going to give that a shot. I'm just, I'm interested. The shaft thing intrigues me because I, I'm not, I'm not calling BS. I can't fathom that a shaft and a putter matters for the stiffness of it. For when you're swinging three miles an hour, two miles an hour. He said shaft and stiff. I know. Standpoint. (laughs) Five. (laughs) (laughs) All right, 930 on the ticket. Good stuff today out of Crest Cars in Frisco. <laughs> and that was brought to you by the greatness of Old American Golf Club. I'm going to play there today. How about that? Because we got to start doing our best of uh, public course rankings. So i got to get some out of the way. So I'm going to go check them out today. And up next, two stories. Sorry or not sorry. Talk about them next. All right, go to idealgolfer.com. We have... 
a myriad, a plethora of reasons to go there today, especially in the Dallas area. You can play The Greatness of Wolf Dancer, one of my favorite courses in the entire state. You talk about getting away from it. You can see critters. It's beautiful. 49 for a single. You get uh, 98 for a twosome. That's a that's a 71% savings. It's really, really good. And it's good till I believe, the end of September. So you have some time to play. You can also play Walnut Creek. That's one of the uh, Club Corp courses. You'd be a member for a day out there for a mere uh, $29. You can play the Clubs at Prestonwood Hills, the Hills course. That is Bentgrass Greens. That's one of my uh, favorite layouts. Very fun. Doesn't beat you up too much. 6,800 yards, yeah. I think, from the tips. Yeah, it's fun, but it's a good layout. I really like it, and that's $49. And every club core facility is fun. You get to be a member for a day. You get to use the uh, practice range. You get to use the locker room. It's all good. And then you can also sign up for our Avid Golfer Tournament. That's a thorn tree. That'll be August 10th. That's a mere two weeks away. Yes, and you'll we'll be serving both Kettle One and Johnny Walker while nice. we're there. How fun is that? Yeah. You can even we mix welcome them. welcome a new sponsor. You can mix them. I don't you think can, you'd mix them. Just drink one and then drink the other. Mix them in your belly. But well, there you go. Aside from that. So check it all out. It's at IdealGolfer.com, as always, since November 2010. More golf, less cost. 939 on the Ticket Tee Box. A couple more segments before we trade off with or pan, hand the baton off to Country Force. We're at Crest Cars today. Crest Infinity, Crest Cadillac, Crest Volvo all have superb deals, especially the lease size. Man, you can get an XT5, which which is one of the very popular Cadillac SUVs. Excuse me, two ninety nine a month. You can get a Q50, which is maybe the best bargain in the world, a brand new one for two ninety nine a month. It's off the charts awesome, and you can get an S60, which is Volvo's uh, revamped model. And that is three fifty nine a month. So check it all out at Crest Cars. That's all good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Mike Brosen today, though. Where's he? I don't know. Mm. All right, so two stories. Let's play Sorry Not Sorry. So the first one is a is a follow-up from last week where Trey Billardello, he's a caddy. Caddies for Tour Pro Matt Every. Tried to get into the... U.S. Amateur qualifier. He didn't just miss the cut. It's a 36-hole event. It's one day, 36. You're strapping your bag on usually and just walking 36 holes. Mm-hmm. Well, he only got through uh, 18. He missed the cut by 124 strokes because he shot a 131 over par 202. He originally put down a 194. So he was getting slammed, and justifiably so. Is that why he got disqualified? Because he was 13 shots off on his accurate score? I don't know. One of his uh, one of his partners said he would ch- chip shot, scoot his ball up around the tee box just to add strokes, then he would just pipe a two-iron down the middle of the fairway, hit it on the green, then just scoot his ball around again with his putter. He'd be right next to the hole next time, and he'd hit it the other way. He was just a jerk. Okay, So he says, I beg to differ. This is what happened. I make the turn, and when I got there late to start out the day, I looked in my bag, and I had 15 clubs. So, you know, it's two shots, maximum four holes. Mm -hmm. So that's eight shots. So I got on the first tee like, hey, can I leave this 60 degree here? He says, yeah, sure. Well, when I made the turn, I went up to the official, and I'm like, hey, 
I'm playing so bad. I'm not going to make it. Can I just take my 15th club now, put it in the bag? Like, whatever the penalty is going to be like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you can take it. It's going to be a two-stroke penalty for a four-stroke maximum. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to take my eight strokes, whatever it is, what it is, I'll take it. So I get on the 10th tee, and I have a driver head cover they usually keep over my three iron. I'm like, man, which, what? Why would he do that? I usually keep over my three iron. I'm like, man, I'm hitting driver so bad, I might as well go to my three iron. I hit OB, OB, OB. And as I pull my head cover off my three iron, I see another club in there. So he must. So I guess he had 16 clubs. He had 16 clubs in his bag. So that's why they had to take even more st- strokes off. His, so he was playing like a jerk, but he also had a, a, a ton of these screwed-up penalty shots. Still sorry. If you're, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's about all you That's, can say, I, right? Yeah. So, back when you first started working at the magazine, mm-hmm. I was playing very well before my yips, and I was going to try to qualify for the mid am. Mm-hmm. And the year before, I almost made it, mm-hmm. and I was grinding and grinding and grinding. I remember. And you and I decided to go out. You were going to caddy for me in the mid am, and figured it'd be fun, be a segment anyway. I don't think I was on the air yet. And I was awful. I was just awful. I I don't know if I even – it was just terrible. I wasn't doing that. I was grinding. But by the fourth hole, when I hit my – on a par three, I hit a ball in the water. Mm -hmm. And I had to be at least 10 over at that point. I I looked at it and said, I'm not being fair to the guys I'm playing with. Mm -hmm. One of the guys was one under at the time. Right, remember that. And I was just like, Rick, we got to go. We got to go. And I regret that ever since that day. I. For letting you leave. Letting you trunk slam. Because we wound up playing golf later that day. I got to get this out of my seat. I got to figure out what's going on with me. And when we went to Water Chase, I think it was, she goes, what, What's going on? Uh, well, I we tried to play mid am and I wasn't playing so good, so I just left. She goes, You did what? And that's when you went, Uh huh. I, I don't. I, I will say I don't regret it as much as I did initially. I still do because I, I was I was really a a because um, at that point I was a distraction. I was playing so bad I was a distraction. I really was. I yeah, took it. Remember, we I took, going anywhere. We were on that third hole. I, I, we weren't a hole behind. I do remember that. We were still waiting. Yeah, but it's got to. You know, if you're playing really good golf and you're watching a guy not, it's got to grade on you, man. It's got to. Still. And I just like, you know what? And I grinded so hard all year. I, I trained for that for a year. I know. I had a trainer that was just stretching me twice a week. Mm-hmm. I was working out. You I was probably, hitting tried balls. Too yeah. And I got so nervous. The first hole I had 30 feet for a birdie. And this, after the first putt, I had 15 feet for a par. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I was a mess. You were, and I really couldn't talk you down, and but I should have. But I would have never done that. I should have tried to keep yeah. you out there. Anyway, I probably would have settled down at some point. But yeah, at some point you have nothing to lose, right? Yep. Okay, so the other one, sorry or not sorry, revolves around Ian Poulter. You know, if he's on your Ryder Cup team, you love him to death. He's one of those antagonists that either get under your skin or you're glad he's on your team. So what happens is sometimes, and he can be kind of a peacock, you know, he likes to strut around. He likes to show everybody how many Ferraris he has. and But he's also got incredibly thin skin. Not a good combo. So he's playing at the WGC this week. And on the 18th hole, 
He hits his approach as the ball's in the air, according to Poulter. A fan yelled, get in the bunker. So Poulter turns around, as usual. Really, you deserve to be here. You do? And he motioned to a... Whoa. How about that? Who was that? That was Ian Poulter. <laughs> and then he goes goes to security. He, he asks the fan to be removed. What a sorry, 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 sorry. So he thing. follows this up with, it's disappointing to be honest. I get it. I'm an Englishman. I play in the Ryder Cup team. I'm sure I'm upset a few of these guys from time to time when they're watching TV. But when we're playing a world-class event like we do, okay, no cut, sorry, week in and week out, and you got guys like that in a small group and want to feel big in front of their friends and they scream silly things out, it's disappointing. I hate to kick him out, but that's what he deserved. I'm going to say right now, if they would have kicked me out for that, and I didn't do anything wrong, I didn't talk in, in the middle of somebody's backswing, I didn't mm-hmm. do whatever, I just said get in the bunker of balls in the air. If I'm that guy, get elsewhere, I'm suing them. I'm suing the, whoever kicked for me what? out. For what? I paid for a ticket. I didn't disrupt anything. You could be could be deemed. It, then it becomes subjective. Then it's uh, conduct unbecoming. All right, let me let it's me. It's golf, dude. Remember, I, I'm sorry. That's it was so bad. You, I, I'm sorry. What sport it is? You're not talking in his backswing. You're not screaming in anything. You're not calling him anything no. either. Get in the bunker. And then somebody asks, "What the hell?" I said, "Hey, there's a guy you're beating in my fantasy league, and this is no cut event. You're gonna make fifty six grand just for showing up." Be quiet. That's just sorry. Anyway, I, I kind of agree with that. But he's a fun guy to hate in a in a in a. All right. So what are the other guys? What are the other guys on tour saying about him doing that? Are they applauding him for getting rid of a guy who's? You know who else did that one time, and I I did get on him a lot. It's when Davis Love Davis the Third Love, yeah, was playing against Tiger Woods in the match play, and somebody said something to Davis Love, who always looks like he just smelled a fart. He's got the worst expression in the history of ever. Never smiles. Although he's been on the ticket and he was really good. Anyway, so he takes the security guard and goes, this guy is getting on me. This guy is saying something. It wasn't even during his his swing or anything. It was afterwards. It's like, come on, Davis, you can do better than that or whatever. And he did the worst thing a pro athlete could do. He listened and he responded. You just got to ignore it. He's got to be bigger than that. Walk in the middle of the fairway. Walk on the other side of the fairway. You can always walk away from these guys. So this is what gives golf a bad name. Yeah, is there jerks out there? Yeah. yeah. That was terrible. But live with I'm it. Sorry, it's terrible. Live with it. Should the guy been thrown out? No. No. All right. It is nine forty eight on the ticket. T Box out of Crest Cars. One more segment. And that was brought to you by Gaylord, Michigan, where you can play out at the uh, treetops out there. Gaylord, my favorite par three tr- um course I've ever played. That yeah. was really fun. That was the one where Lee Trevino made the hole in one. First for a million, million bucks or something. A million bucks. That was way back when, when a million was a million. That's a little less. What is it now? Less. <laughs> Met more. A million bucks back then was a lot more. Okay. It was like three million now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next, we'll limp in and talk to uh, Country Force. 9.55 on the ticket. I think a fun show today. We were having a good time. I'm not sure. Jury's out. I had fun. Haven't heard from Danny Salazar yet. Know how we did. Whatever. <laughs> Made him judge a jury. Because he listens every week religiously. Well, he needs to get a life. Maybe he has one today. That's why we haven't heard from him yet. Uh, a lot of people thank today. I want to thank everybody out of Crest Cars because the food was incredible and the hospitality is always top notch. And you can still 
get some excellent deals on an Infinity on a Cadillac across the way, or if you go to Plano, check out Crest Volvo because it is the end of the month. Let me tell you something, too. Oh, wait a minute. This, okay, this it's not the end of the quarter yet. No, it just started but a new one. You ever want, if you want to talk about really good service, I'm watching today. We haven't seen, nobody's lingered in here. Mm-mm. They've gotten people in and out. Yep, they move them. Move them, move them in, get them out. That's the way you got to do it. Then you have the rest of your day. Yeah. To do stuff, right? Yes, you do. Uh, next week, we will be at. I know, because I was there already this morning. Yeah, you're checking it out. He's <laughs> doing a site check. At Classic BMW, that's our first Saturday of every month. Crest is our last Saturday of every month. And then don't forget to go to Ideal Golfer. You can play, uh, be a member for a day at Walnut Creek at Prestonwood, the Hills course. You get a great deal at Wolf Dancer. And don't forget to check out our Avid Golfer Tournament, August 10th. That'll be a thorn tree at 2 o'clock on a Saturday. Yum. Which I'm excited about. And so, without further ado, we bring on Country Force. 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 Hello, hello. That would be Ty and Sam Madison. Hey, guys. <laughs> What's going on, guys? <laughs> anything like Sam hey, Madison. Hey, good to be here. Well, I'm going to no, go now. No, right, Sam. Sam. Okay, I'm back. You guys know I went on a vacation by myself. What's that? <laughs> oh. There's the new. There's, there's Sam. That was pretty close. Sam Madison joins us. <laughs> I was thinking, one thing about how old is Sam Madison? 20. Four, I think he three, turned 22. 22. We're talking Which about beginning of the show. How, uh, how kind of a renaissance man he is. He takes risks and stuff. He goes to Hawaii by himself. I don't know anybody that goes on vacation by themselves. I, could, I couldn't no. do it. Serial murderers? <laughs> oh. Is that a vacation? Sheesh. A murder. A shot, Sam. <laughs> anyway, he's into that kind of stuff. He's, a, he's, he's very curious. I like that about him. He's, not will, he's willing to take chances. I, uh, have I either a, of you guys ever been on vacation solo? No. 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 I have not. Not me. Nope, nobody, I'm, huh? I'm willing to try it. I'm willing to try it just to, because you don't, so the, the balance would be, one, the good news is you don't have to answer anybody, you don't have to go by anybody's schedule but your own. That is true. The, da- the downside is you better make your own entertainment somehow, some way, and either you got to be I, gregarious and meet people or you're just going to be a hermit. See that's what was that hand something. signal you were doing in there, Birmingham? What? What? Oh, the uh, <laughs> the thing with me is I I need I can't go by myself because I know exactly what would happen. I would stay in my room the whole time, and I'd yeah. Just, you're a hermit, though. I would not. See, I wouldn't do that. I need somebody to goose Motivate me and get you. me out there. So the one time that I've ever done any sort of vacation <laughs> solo, I, I went to my best friend's wedding in Colorado maybe four years ago, and. After he got married, I just no, I didn't do any of that. Out, man, gummies, man. Uh, after after he got married, I decided I was going to spend a day in Denver because I'd never been to Denver, and so I just took the shuttle back to Denver and I stayed a night there, and then spent an entire day and went to a Rockies game, and I was I was by myself, and it was actually not bad. Like you said, you don't have to answer to anybody; you can kind of do whatever you want. I just kind of wandered around. I went and if you're checked out a couple of different skin, bars. I went to a baseball game, and it was it was actually it was very nice and refreshing. You know, what I used to do back when I was in San Diego in my twenties. Every once in a while, I just get a wild hair and I just drive, get in my car and drive, and I might drive two hours. Just I sometimes do go that. Go somewhere, yeah, just kind of chill and. Uh, don't know where I'm going. I'll feel. I'll know when I get there, type thing. And it's that's not so bad either. Now the drive home kind of sucks. So you always have to weigh that how far you're going to drive away. But those are kind of liberating. But going on a long vacation, like, could I go to Europe by myself? 
mm, think so. No. I yeah, I don't think I could do more than a day or two. You've got to have somebody to kind of cat around with. Yeah. But uh, for me, like, I don't have a real hard time meeting people, so I can go places by myself and fire up a conversation with somebody that's a stranger, and it doesn't bug me to do that. I just think on a Son. vacation it would be weird to do yeah, that for more than brother. a couple of days. I call I, my brother the mayor. You can talk to anybody at yeah. any time. I could go one place on vacation myself, and I believe I have. And Where's that? that? Go on. The answer Vegas. is Vegas. It's not a vacation. It is to me. Yeah, Vegas is just so full throttle. I don't know if I could do Vegas by myself. Not for Craig. Craig doesn't go full throttle. He just sits at a table all day and night. Now, he doesn't do anything else. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. I oh, think like, I could maybe do Vegas if I went, like, on an NFL or, like, college football and NFL football weekend and got yep. out there Saturday morning and just sat in the sports book for, like, two days. I, I think that would do be that with pretty my son. interesting. Yep. I need to do that with my son. But the, the opening uh, weekend yeah, when, of, of football, just sit at a sports bar and watch our fantasy teams go up in flames. Yep. Or when they it's open, fun. when the uh, Raiders move out there, maybe make it a weekend where you go to a game. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So I could do that. But then again, still not going by myself. Yeah. I'd so. probably enjoy it more going with somebody else. But well, that's what I'm saying. But but I I would I've been there myself. I'm sure of it. But getting back to Sam Madison, I'm wondering, did he I was that probably, premeditated or somebody stand him up and he says, "Well, I'm going to go anywhere. I already got a ticket." He kind of couched it as it was premeditated. Yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't have any friends. Oh, poor guy. Well, he does. Gosh, that's today's sad story <laughs> <laughs> on Sports Radio 1310. The thing with Sam hey, so is is I I was wondering is so. After a week of producing Eli and I, it wasn't two days later that he yeah, throws that was, in the towel and quits radio altogether. That was it. He's like, really? Like, <laughs> he had to, these hats he had to have produce a show us, and, I and don't. that was it for radio. You guys are high maintenance. I guess. Yeah, super high maintenance. <laughs> I think I asked I mean, him to print out one article off the athletic <laughs> for me in five days. That's it. Yeah, he'd had enough. <laughs> I think the, the most amazing uh, odd breaker there was the fact that Ty showed up every day that week. Oh, I had to. That was man. during the week. It wasn't Saturday. I know. The fact that he's here today. That's <laughs> true. Yes. This is this is the uh, this is always the question mark. Yeah, I'm going to leave you twisted in the wind a couple of times this fall. I think. Yeah, no. The anti Cal Ripken. Yes. Yep. He's the not anti-streak. not the tickets Iron Man. <laughs> All right. So you guys predict who do you guys predict is going to be off the Ranger roster by deadline? Hunter Pence. Mike Miner. Both of them. Um, I think they're going to get well. Pence, I don't know what you're going to get for him. I mean, they're just the team would just be renting him. Minor, well, I mean, anything different. would be fine. <sighs> Better be a prospect, right, or somebody close to that. Yeah, for sure, okay. a prospect. I'm just checking. I don't know. You know, I still I'm I'm the holdout of. I hope they don't trade Mike Miner and or Lance Lynn unless it just blows you away. Unless it's an offer that you feel like is going to help really restock the farm system. If if not if that's not the case, don't just do it because you feel like you have to do it. Hmm. Because you found yeah. something. You you've got you have to have starting pitching whether you're trying to win or not next year. You have to have starting pitching and you've got two-fifths of the rotation set for at least next year. I say unless yeah. they blow you away, hold on to him and and move forward. Hmm. But you know, who knows what JD's thinking? And what's the thought on Zeke? I don't know. He's I, not there. He's not there right now. He's got the, He's got that. 
He's got that uh, deadline of August 6th where if he's not at camp by then, then he doesn't accrue a year closer to free agency. So I guess maybe that's in the back of his mind. Maybe before August 6th, if he sees some type of progress in talks, then he comes in and says, okay, we don't have a deal, but I feel good about things. And just to make well, sure that he is get he does get in under that under that deadline, but maybe he's not even worried about that deadline because he's in the end he's like, well, hell, I don't care about that. I'm going to get a new deal, so I don't care about getting a year closer to free agency. I don't know. Hmm. You know, I, I almost have to side with the players because their their lifespan and their career is so short, especially, especially running, backs. running back. Yeah. yeah, so you got to get your money, and if you have any leverage at all, and he has more leverage than Le'Veon Bell did. Cowboys need him more than Pittsburgh did. They had a great backup. His yeah. backup was really good, by the way. Yeah, That's Connor, James Connor. Yeah, really good. So, um, but you know what? It wouldn't be it wouldn't be intrigue with, unless something like this happens, and that's the best thing for the Cowboys. I think it. I think it shocked him a little bit. I think they figured it was coming, but I think they thought it would be next year. I think this 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 kind of uh, this took him off guard that he's doing it two years down the road, and that. So I heard this during the press conference yesterday sorry we were talking about sorry not sorry by the previous uh, uh segment is this sorry by newey yes to, i knew to exactly ask. what you're gonna ask so this is so jason garrett's right next to i mean like between you and i between jerry and steven jones so newey gets up there and says what does jason have to do to keep his job this year it was absolutely sorry. Is yeah, that the that's worst just, that's just grandstanding he it's, just that he, was it's somebody it didn't that, make him look good but, they didn't answer it. But he's going to ask and the hard-hitting questions. Knew full well that that question. What What is Jerry going to say there? Well, uh, he's got to win a Super Bowl, or I'm going to go out and find. We're going to have Kellen Moore leading this thing next Whoa, year. Ooh, who's that? Oh, oh we got Jerry Jones joining us now. <laughs> yeah, country force Jerry. Hey, he'll be on at uh, eleven. No, that was that was really this sorry. Never has to end. I don't have <laughs> never end. I don't have any problem with Newey, but I thought that was that was really uh, bad. total yeah. grandstanding. He he saw the opportunity to. Oh, look, uh, Newey Scruggs, he's the sportscaster in town that'll ask the tough questions. And as I was telling Eli when we were getting ready, there are a lot of times I forget that Newey's still in this damn market. So do I. When it, is he on? He's he's on. <laughs> he, he does the 10 o'clock. But I think, well, I, Ducey, I think Ducey and Dale, I don't think Newey. Well, he made his yeah. he made his notice. So he, uh, we all noticed you, Newey. Go back under your rock. Yeah, that was pretty piss poor. Sorry. Yeah. What are you going to do? Call I it agree. Call it all right. Part of well, the gig. That's all we have. <laughs> so what do you got besides that? We just All did kinds of stuff. Man, we're going to start off with, now that Sam Madison has quit because he doesn't want to produce us, we've got our real producer here, Matt Birmingham, what? and we are going to talk about him getting engorged or engaged what? on his big Gorge. vacation. <laughs> he calls it engorgement. It's supposed My to be age, I like to get engorged, too. I think y'all hey, 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 I'm playing I, golf I with you later today. Don't tell me that. <laughs> I thought you should do a – I think you should do a segment on – on who's the next to go at the ticket. Ooh. We should have ended on my mark. I wasn't paying attention. That really <laughs> sucked. <laughs> we just, we, it was a hot air balloon scene. just falling right to the ground. All right, boys. We'll see you later. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC, this is Sports Radio 1310. At 96.7 FM, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus station.